Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. Your Peugeot car or van might benefit from a free software upgrade. For more information and to find out if this applies to your vehicle, call the lads in Slattery's Garage, puck on on 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. Thanks, Pat. Welcome back to the final hour of uh, Tip Today. Our Louise Morrissey tickets going to Sadie Ryan of Balanura. Uh, Carrie Kinshaw, well done to you, Sadie, and I hope you enjoy that on the 3rd of November at the Talbot Hotel in uh, Clanmel. Of course, needless to say, Louise is from lovely Bansha. Following my conversation with uh, Dr Eileen Cullity, uh, being more mindful of where we get our information online, that discussion happened in the, well, the second hour, I think, to, the, of the programme this morning. Um, Paul was in touch with us. Here's a little of what he had to say following that chat. If ever anybody was right, that lady is 100% right because she's just discredited her own argument. The very fact that she said that there isn't a consensus amongst the uh, media or amongst reporters when there was only one single narrative by every single media outlet, whether it be print media, whether it be radio, television, whether it was internet, no matter what it was, there was one single narrative and anybody that spoke against that was almost cancelled. And for her to suggest there that that wasn't the reality, exactly, that's the headline that you'd want to go past. She's 100% right what she's saying because she's just disproved herself. And that's uh, Paul, who was listening uh, to uh, Dr Eileen Cullity uh, speaking to me about that uh, new campaign that's out there where media is uh, concerned. And uh, the new campaign, you're going to be hearing about it on uh, radio and TV over the next while. It's uh, under the banner of Stop, Think and Check. Now, an event is taking place this weekend to commemorate John Mahoney, who has been dubbed the Forgotten Soldier. Joining me in studio to tell us more is author and historian Tom Hennessy. Good morning, you, Tom. Morning, Frank. And lovely to see you today. I've been reading through, this is a remarkable story. When I said that to you off air, you said it's probably the most remarkable story you've come across, Tom, Well, is it? exactly. Like, I suppose we're the last two years, um, myself and Robert O'Keefe, um, researching the area where I'm living, which is um, Ballyluby, um, Clahine area, and we've been researching, we started off researching the first march of Sean Hogan's Flying Column. And um, we've had some amazing discoveries. We've, we've uh, been brought to um, old dugouts. Um, I was on the Galtees, another recently discovered um, dugout. Uh, Neil Donovan, the historian from Ballyperine, brought me up to that. Um, both safe houses, you were in the Safe houses, house, right? yeah, we've safe houses. Uh, sat, at, sat at the same tables that the IRA flying column sat at, drank tea at. Great interviews from people. Um, I, I've put them up on my TikTok channel there, at Tipperary Fenian. And there's a massive interest in it, like, you know. But the end of August, there, 30th of August, I just got a text message from Robert, and um, he said, just went, you forgot about Luby centenary. And so I just replied, what's that about? And he just said, uh, John Mahoney. So I went over to my box of files, uh, my box of papers, copies of uh, the Sean Miles collection, which I got, thankfully, from Frank Miles. They give a great, has given a great service to the, to the locality that we've actually got this information. Yeah. And Sean Miles basically was gathering up uh, evidence for pension applications. And um, so, uh, some of them were successful and some of them weren't, weren't not successful. But the big thing was he kind of had, the family had kept everything in a big box. So a trove of information for the likes of me, 
So anyway, I found my paper anyway, and yet there was 39 names, and yet John Ma- there was a John Mahoney, and just in brackets beside him was deceased. No more information. So text uh, Robert back, and yeah, I have a John Mahoney, and next thing I got this um, amazing message. Uh, it came from the papers of Sean Fitzpatrick, Elaine Fitzpatrick in Tip Town's grandfather. And um, basically it read, um, uh, John Mahoney, volunteer, Grey Company, uh, brutalised and neglected by the Free State in Kilkenny Jail, died in Cashel Poorhouse, 24th of the 6th, 1923. Now, to be honest with you, Fran, to say I was shocked, because um, usually if there's been a casualty of war, say, in an area, they're a focal point, as in the stories are are down through the generations. Yes, yeah. uh, more than likely, there'll be a monument where they got where they died, or there'll be you know. So basically, Sean Fitzpatrick had him listed. Um, but to, to say I was shocked. Uh, so straight away, anyway, you know, in every area, there's a there's a local that is basically the the, the historian of the area, mm. and I rang Kathleen Maloney straight away from Dohul because I knew the address was Castle Grace, where where John had had been reared, like. And so, that's near Tlaheen, isn't mm, it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. famous uh, Tolbert graveyard is literally just five minutes away from where this church is dull, like, you know, yes. where Geoffrey Keaton is buried. And um, so, yes, yeah, basically, she came back to me and said, yeah, I've, I've, I know of the family. And she said, I know actually where they lived, she said. And, um, but I said to her, do you know where he's buried, like? So, um a few days went by anyway, and I start. I rang Father John Nally, the priest in Bailuby, to know was there any uh, records kept. So he said, "I think uh, you need to go down to the old graveyard in Castle Grace. There's a chance he could be in there in Tullaharton." So I went down there on a the Sunday. Spent about three hours walking around, and um, no sign of uh, John Mahoney. Uh, did Tolbred the following evening? Uh, I kind of knew most of the graves in Bailuby. And no sign of John Mahoney. Um, then we we had a bit of luck then. We, I, I had noticed that there was a, a man, and Kathleen had told me, there was a Mahoney grave in uh, Dohal. So there was two ladies named on that, and the two ladies were actually sisters of John Mahoney's. So we had found a family plot yes. of, of it. So, you know, but no sign of John Mahoney's name anywhere. And um, so we were kind of at... A dead end. So I went back anyway, and I was root. I said I must go through this. See, is there any small snippet of information? Because usually, if if there's a, a NIRA member dies, there's a Republican funeral. Mm. So uh, I was very lucky, and I came across a local man from Castle Grace, Dennis Luby's handwritten account. And what he said basically was, doesn't name John Mahoney, but he says one man of the battalion died in prison. When his funeral arrived in Dohal, I fired a volley of three shots over his grave, for which I was arrested two days later. So... What did that tell you? So, basically, I knew he was in Dohal, yeah. in the cemetery, but I didn't know where. Um, right. Now, I said to Kathleen, is there a, you know, what, was there a chance he was, he was in his, where his sisters are buried? But we weren't, we'd no, we'd no um, evidence. So... The following Wednesday, I, I was to meet Father John Nally because um, I wanted to discuss with him uh, putting up a plaque um, or some sort of memorial for um, John. 
So you talk about Quinston. So the night that I, it was Wednesday night, it was the the usual mass on Wednesday night in Dohal, and um, went met Father Nally and uh, Sacristan Anne. And Father Father John said to me, "Talk to Anne there because she knows a, a good bit of local history." So not only did Anne know where from handed down information where he was buried, uh, her her mother Catherine had told her. Anne is actually living in the house that John was reared in. My God. And it, it gets even stranger, Fran. And I've come across this while researching um, the IRA lads. I won't say I'm being guided from the grave sometimes, but strange things happen. Coincidences, Coincidences yeah. yeah. So the other big strange thing that night was that there was a family with a, a yearly anniversary in the church that night. And that family, they were they were talking outside, they were mingling, talking, and they were, they were gone then. And when they were gone, Kathleen said to me, do you know something? When the Mahonies, um when John Mahoney died, uh, they fell in hard times. He was the sole earner for the family. And he had a brother, David, but David uh, was incapacitated. And um, Alice Mahoney, in the, we had found, in the meantime, we had found a full pension application for which he did not get a penny from the government of the time. Um, but when the family, when John died, they fell on harder times and the actual farm that they moved across the road to, that was the anniversary of one of their members in the church that night. So I kind of just felt like, you know, is it a sign we're right to be doing what we're doing and it's great to be uncovering this. So, uh, yeah, an amazing story. Isn't it amazing though? Will you take me way back because John John died very, very young but I'm a little bit confused because some of the documentation spoke about him dying in jail but he didn't. He died in the so-called poorhouse in, yeah. in, in Cashin. Will you explain yeah. that as to why he was transferred there? He must have been in pretty bad shape. Yes, yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to read out another small piece here and this is his mother Alice in her own words and this is from the pension application form and it's a letter uh, she I think they applied for the pension on two occasions but this is in the 30s and um, mm. David her son was still alive John's father had died in 1918 and it was a pretty large family of them but this is Alice's words um, in the 30s say 10 years after John had died uh, the people responsible for his removal from jail saved themselves nicely, for if he died in jail, the responsibility would be theirs, but they made sure he would die a pauper, not a hero. My God. So, I suppose, you know, to look at it, uh, the poor house in Cashel, it's, you know, I've, it, it's listed in the pension file as Cashel Hospital. Uh, you're a Cashel man. Um, yeah, St. Patrick's in Cashel, yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, hospital would be a glamorous word for, let's say, back in those... At, at that time. At yeah, that time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, when he... He was arrested just to go just to talk about his arrest um briefly. Um like most of the great company, he took the anti treaty side. Um you know, I suppose the oath of allegiance was too much for a lot of these lads. And he joined uh, Bill Quirk in Clonmel and Dinny Lacey were reorganising. So uh, another IRA volunteer from Mitchellstown called David Moher. And David was tasked with um fine uh, starting another flying column. So they found themselves, first of all, in care with the Republican side. And then when they it kind of got going uh, in the summer of 22, they were fighting in Kilkenny, Ireland. Now, there's another sad story here, but look, thankfully, his family know all about him and he's a lovely headstone. Um, uh, John Patrick English is buried yes. in Whitechurch. And John was actually a comrade in the same company um, as John Mahoney, but he was killed... Uh, died um, while manning a machine gun above near Mary Willie's there in Kilkenny. So 
Uh, he's remembered, and actually, just before I forget it, I have a relative, a direct descendant of John going to lay a wreath on Sunday. On Sunday, which, which is going to be very special. Um, so, a t- literally a week later, fourteen of that column, including David Moher, the leader, were arrested, and thirty-two years of age, John Manny went from. Uh, they were brought to Thurles first and then transferred to Kilkenny Jail. And uh, John Manny walked into that prison, a healthy 32-year-old man, and was dead the following June. Um, so something happened to him in the Conditions prison. were terrible. Yeah. And, it, you know, it was a prisoner of war and it was, you know, yes. what Sean Fitzpatrick wrote down, brutal is neglected. So that's the truth of it. And, of course, Kilkenny Jail at the time was notorious, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it was just yeah. absolutely... The other, thing, the other yeah. thing you had, I was talking to Sean Nugent um, from the Liam Lynch Committee there yesterday, yeah. um, but we had another lad, McGrath, out uh, just down the road here near Powerstown, yeah. and... Um, uh, you know, strange circumstances, killed trying, while trying yeah. to escape, and there was a lot of that one time. There, there was a commemoration for him just a couple of months ago. Uh, that was, no, uh, no, this man hasn't been commemorated. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. that, you're thinking of the one in Newcastle. Um, he was shot here in the town hall in Clamel. He was, was, a, he, was yeah. a, he was a condon man. But we, so basically, for the last two years, I suppose, why we've been doing this, we, we've, um, we've, we've gone to commemorations. There's been great community commemorations, like killing all, you had Tony Kelly, um, Tom Donovan, mm. Tony ran that last year. We had Seamus Hayes above in my glass. You had a local man there, Matty Tynan. You had Willie O'Donnell, Pat O'Donnell. Uh, I attended that as well. But, uh, you know, these people are heroes. Yes. Especially Tipperary where, um, you know, these were the heroes. So I suppose the forgotten soldier to me, why was he forgotten? Mm. Um I would say that the family fell on hard times. Uh, mightn't have had the, the... But but did not the powers that be succeed in what they did? Because the fact he died in the so-called poor house meant that he wasn't going to get hit. Yeah, and I've, I've put that in the paper yeah. article. Um, thanks, Jamie O'Flaherty there. He printed the full full article in that the, the Echo, the yes. free newspaper. Thank, thanks to that as well. But I actually state that in, that, in last week's article that, um, yeah, the... You know, if he had jo- died in the, in Kilkenny Prison, martyr like, yes, and the yeah. media would have covered it. Of course, yeah. He only lasted two days when he got to Cashel Hospital, and um, from there, then. And what were his injuries? Are we aware of what, um, how he died, or what he died of? Yeah. Now there is a doctor cert in that that says uh, TB or some of that description, but mm. Alice's mother completely denies that. You yeah, know, she thinks he was mistreated. Obviously. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. The other thing there is that, you know, I said this to Kathleen Maloney, God, like, you know, there was still people alive 50 years ago that would have, you know, probably known the story. But maybe if the family were approached then, they were so, maybe she was so bitter after everything that had gone on. She was, you know, yes. and then the families move away from an area. Of course, area. it was a different time. People didn't want to have those conversations at times either, you know. So for clarity, is he buried with the sisters? Then? Yeah, is it? yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. No name on the headstone. No name. Um, now, to be respectful, we, we had trouble tracking down close family relatives. So to be respectful, we, we've got permission from Father John Nally um, to put a plaque, a simple plaque, uh, in the, on the wall of the graveyard near where he's buried. And um, it's, it's, you know, I mean, that's, that's going to be uh, there for future generations, you know. We've, right. we've but, ha- but John Manny will be remembered. Well, John Manny will be remembered now, um, yeah. you know, and I suppose... John Manny, you know, he he went he went out, believed in what he was doing, 
pay the ultimate price and the least he should have is his name you know and I suppose we have to thank Sean Fitzpatrick at least he was on a, an old role of honour mm. but um, locally he deserves for sure what age was he when he died? only 33 33. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And he, he didn't have family himself, did he? Uh, he didn't have family, no. Yeah, and yeah. We, 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 we've had trouble um, trying trying to find uh, family. Mm. But uh, now, it's going to be a very special weekend for the parish because Saturday night Mass is going to be um, for, offered up for John Mahoney's soul and Sunday morning. And Father John Nally is going to a wedding. He can't be with us at 2 o'clock. But after Mass at 9 o'clock in Dull, which I'd urge people, locals especially, to try and attend, he's going to uh, bless the new plaque. Um, so that'll be a nice occasion as well. Wanted just indeed. So 2 o'clock on Sunday, you're, you're always at odds to say, or, or pains to say, non-political, everybody's welcome to this time. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. we can't, we can't um, overstate that. Uh, I've given you a present there today, friend of and the thank poster. Thank you, it's gorgeous. Um, yes. we're, yeah. not, we're funding this ourselves. So we, at the moment, I um, hope Ollie Costigan's not listening because we're, we're, we're a bit off the final figure, but yeah. they're selling well. Uh, we're selling them for a fiver and... Um, any donations yes. um, will be will be welcome. I just want to say as well, the Rebel Hearts, Dr. Tim Horgan, um, you know, the great uh, backers. Um, there's also a group that are based in Arlo, Pat Bice, uh, Tipperary Independent Republicans have all donated already without being even asked. And that's, you know, what makes Tipperary such a, a special county that people, you know, when they see something like this happening, they really get behind you. Of course, which is great. So it's Dottle Church, it's Sunday, 2 o'clock. Uh, Dottle there, Castle Grace, Flohine, I suppose, is, is the, the yeah, easiest thing. Yeah, and uh, just a shout-out as well, of course, uh, Father Nally, uh, thank him so much um, for, for allowing this all to happen. Uh, Cathy Maloney, Declan Slattery there, um, you know, great locals that are putting their wheel behind it. And we've Tommy Leary there. Uh, Tommy's done, done some great videos with me there lately on, on the TikTok Um and for information then, it's uh, at, at, at Tipperary Fenian or at Tom Hennessy 20 on Twitter. And I'm, I also have Facebook there. Um, but um, yeah, that's it, Fran. So, Very good. So y- your wife won't give out to you too much now about this interview today. You didn't get, <laughs> you didn't get political. Uh, <laughs> did she warn you, Tom? You didn't she get didn't. me going, Fran. <laughs> Tom, it's always a pleasure to see you and thanks very much indeed and congratulations on all of the detective work as well yeah. around that and have have a special day on Sunday thanks too. Thank much, you man. indeed. We'll take a break back in just a moment. Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie 